You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 72 of the Fearless Business Podcast. This is Jamie, and I'm here with my always lovely co-host, Mary, and we are still talking about video, so I remain incredibly uncomfortable, Mary. I know. We're still working on it. It's okay. <laughs> this is this is my month-long therapy project about video. Yes. <laughs> Today's a good one. So today, so last episode was your very good interview with Jamar, who gave us a lot of good technical information. Yes. And this week we're talking to, the, our guest is like, I, I'm stumbling over myself because I love her this much. So our guest is Sarah Cook. And she, I've known Sarah for a few years now. She is a business coach. She runs really amazing masterminds. And she is the person that I think of when I think of somebody who uses video in their business, but doesn't create content for a living. She just uses it because it shows who she is best. And that girl is always on a Facebook Live. Yeah, I think it's really important to, especially for video, if it's something you're good at, just jump right in and do it. I Yeah, she does so many Facebook lives I can't keep up <laughs> it's it's my favorite like it's I'll awesome. literally like pop on and be like Sarah's in her bathrobe and I'm like Jeez, you're amazing and she talks about that um, in the interview that you guys are going to hear it's really really funny and I think it gives a really good perspective but it got me thinking a lot about how do we measure whether or not video is successful? You know, she and I chatted a little bit about you and I actually, because you are so data driven. And I said to her, I'm like, oh, do you look at your analytics? And she and I sort of laughed about that together. <laughs> um, but I feel it like there's like, a, yeah. <laughs> nobody, she's like, there's analytics. No, she, she. <laughs> yeah. the two of you, I just picture it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we talked about, you know, I think one thing that she, she and I touched on a little bit, but I think we could talk a little bit more about is like, how do you know whether or not it's successful and what are you looking to do by using video? Um, yeah. I know, I know for me, video would be really, really good because mostly people hire me as their attorney when they meet me because attorneys are scary to people, a lot of people. And you're no so scary, Jamie. I know I'm one of the nice <laughs> ones. Uh, but yeah, so I think for a lot of people, lawyers are really scary and they don't want to deal with them. So sort of giving me the goofiness that I have makes people feel a little less scared. And that's I think why that's why you should be doing video, uh, right? I, even though yeah. you're not doing uh, yeah. 
video. Exactly. Right. I feel okay. like just checking. Video, yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Mary. Thanks. Mary's my conscience that follows me around. First it was Don. Now it's Mary and Don. So psyched about that. <laughs> one, one on each shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure who the angel, actually, I know exactly who the angel and who the devil Is are. Is that even a question? <laughs> <laughs> nope. So what about you? I I agree. Yeah. For video. So actually for someone like me that is data driven, I actually have reasons that I use video that are not so data driven. So I started interviewing people for the Transitions Collective because I wanted to meet more people and learn from them, learn from their expertise. I truly believe everyone has their expertise and I love interviewing them to learn more about what it is. And it was also a way for me to create content. I've never really considered myself. I was not interested in blogging, for example, or going like all the time, either, you know, doing Insta stories or posting all the time on social media, for example. I found that doing video interviews and connecting with people through the interviews was a way that I could create content, meet new people and share it with my audience. And then if I want to repurpose in different ways, I can also do that. I think there's things even besides the data We could talk about data too, of course. You know I could talk about that all day long. Um, But there are things besides the data for people that are scared of data. There are other reasons why you could be doing video. Yeah, I. it's all right. I already (laughs) said it. I know. No, but it's true. I think there's, I think when, particularly when you're thinking about marketing a business or even just sort of getting yourself out there, you know, it, it can be often hard to quantify. And there's really great ways that you can utilize data in marketing. And I, I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but it doesn't always have to be driven by that. Uh, there's definitely other ways that you can use it and reasons to do it that make a lot of sense. Yeah. And I, I really believe that like, if you can't meet someone in person, and we've talked about this, like, going and, you know, meeting people in person at conferences or meetups or somewhere else. But if you can't meet them in person, them seeing your face online Mm -hmm. is the next best thing. That's, that's actually one of the things Sarah says. uh, And it it makes a lot of sense for sure. Yeah, it definitely, you know, the easiest way to close a sale is meeting people. So that's definitely the next best thing if you can. And now on to the interview. I am so excited today because I am here with my very good friend, Sarah Cook from Sarah Cook Business Coaching, and we are here to talk all about video. Sarah, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast. Thank you so much, Jamie. I am just, I'm super excited because I love having these conversations with other female business owners, and I just generally like to talk, which is why I think I succeed in video. (laughs) I like to hear myself talk. We have that in common. (laughs) I feel like when we first met, so we have to give the audience a little bit of a background. Sarah and I have known each other for a few years now. Um, I feel like we instantly bonded over that love of talking. Totally. I felt instantly connected to you. And I think it's, we're going to go into that, but I think the reason why we connected so quickly is actually something that can help people in on video. So I want to go back. Ah, I love it. Well, why don't you tell everyone about yourself, um, about your business and what you do? Yeah. So as you said, I 
run Sarah Cook Business Coaching. <laughs> and I actually now have a team. So I would typically say, you know, I'm an army of one, but I actually do now have a growing team. I have other coaches that work alongside me. I have an amazing business manager that I've brought on and has worked for, with me for about a year now. And so we are growing and it's it's been an awesome journey. My primary business is I work with other coaches. I work with creatives and online entrepreneurs, female business owners, and I help them really feel authentic with their marketing and with their sales techniques. I had a background in direct sales. So I actually started a direct sales business. And can I tell them what I I'm sold? desperate for you okay. to tell because it's one of my favorite. I was like, please tell everyone what you I'm like, what I don't you know did. how like uh oh, how no, far. it's yes, awesome. I, I sold vibrators. <laughs> I sold I sold vibrators for over five years. And I actually started it when I was 20 years old. I was in college. I had literally no intention with it but to get some extra cash so I could, you know, buy beer and pizza. <laughs> I had really no ambition, hopes, or dreams with it. It was just something that seemed fun and like I could make some extra cash with. But what I realized was because I was, I switched my major like 500 times, if you can relate to that. Yes. And I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And what I realized was I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I fell in love with the business that I started. And at first I didn't realize why I liked it so much. Um, I liked the products, but it wasn't actually that. It, it, it was truly that I loved having the freedom of being an entrepreneur. I loved being able to be seen, be heard, be visible, make connections, just like these different parts of entrepreneurship. And it took me a while to realize that's what I actually loved. And I realized my zone of genius is really helping other women create the same freedom in their life and really, I think, show up authentically and just feel heard, seen, and, and fully expressed. So now my coaching is really, again, around the idea of marketing and sales, but I do my business my way. I don't follow the typical marketing or sales techniques, and I really empower other women to do the same thing. I love that. It is absolutely why we connected because our values 100% align. I'm always insanely impressed that you knew so young what you wanted to be doing. I mean, it took me, I didn't even go back to law school till I was 30. So it took me a really long time to figure out who I was, what I wanted, what I loved. Um, and so it's pretty amazing that you were able to figure that out. That's a lot of really like, you know yourself and that's really cool. So we are here to talk about video because in my head, you are a video maven. And you will notice that Sarah did not say anything about video when she talked about what she does because one of the things I really wanted when we were, knew we were talking about video as a theme this month was to not talk to content creators who who specialize in creating video. Because it would be easy for me to call a client, you know, one of my clients in hashtag legal who's like a YouTube influencer and say, how do you get on video? But that's their business. And video is not Sarah's business, but Sarah uses video in her business like no one I've seen. So I'd love you to start off by just saying, how do you use video in your business? Yeah, so I think like even just you saying, because I know you're connected to so many different entrepreneurs, like you even saying that I use it like no one else you've ever seen and, and that you think I show up so much on video, like it's kind of shocking to me. Like, and you're not the only person that says that. I, I get that a lot. But every time I hear it, I'm like, what? How are people? <laughs> how are people not using this resource? Especially now with the capabilities we have of Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and you know, Instagram TV. And I, I'll be honest, I'm actually not a huge Instagrammer. I'm more of a Facebook person. But Facebook Live is my medium. So it's a huge way that I market myself. And I don't even know what really first attracted me to it. I just think other business owners were using the platform and 
I don't know. I just, I tried it out and it's just become something that I utilize all the time. And I think why I love it so much is because I'm a big proponent of in-person networking, in-person speaking. I know that you build your business a lot, Jamie, with speaking. Speaking engagements has been huge for you. And I always teach my clients that speaking or meeting people in person is so high converting because think about it. They can see your body language. They can see the, your facial expressions. I mean, honestly, they're going to decide pretty much within like five to 10 seconds if they trust you or not. And if they trust you and they like you, that makes that sale like a million times easier. You essentially have that capability over Facebook Live, where if you're just writing all the time, I mean, we can take days and days and days to write content and make ourselves look to be a certain way, but you really can't hide who you are and, and how you carry yourself on video. I, I really feel like you don't have to um, put on an act. You just really have to show up as yourself on video and that's what's actually best received i literally get on i will be in a bath towel and i, I, will be I want to talk about that yeah like that's I, my I, hang up but that's my hang up it is like i feel like i can't i don't know i feel like like hair's not done makeup's not done like i literally have seen you on facebook lives in a bath towel i'm like this girl is amazing like how do you overcome that that like i don't know my vanity is that is that yeah. what it is yeah i think what was funny, I was actually talking to my um, business manager about this and she's like, I think people love you because you love them, you love yourself and you love your butt. <laughs> but she said it in a different way. <laughs> and what she meant was she's like, you just accept yourself for who you are. Like, you know, I'm in shape because I've been working on that. But like, I've had times where I am not, I've not been in like the best of shape. I'm like, not a skinny mini. You know, I don't, my hair is crazy. Like I have things about me as everybody does that I could feel self-conscious about. And in, in some ways I do, but I think I've always had this feeling of like, we're all humans. I mean, the reality is we're all using the bathroom. We're all walking around naked. We're all like not wearing makeup. Like we all have these things. And so I think why I show up on video that way is a, I'm too lazy to take all this time to put makeup on, to do my hair, to do all the things just to speak to you. Because guess what you need? You need my message. You don't need me looking pretty. That's, you're so, so, so right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's almost like, why would I waste all this time? Because I get a ton of ideas and I don't know if you agree with this, but I get a ton of ideas in the shower. Yeah. I will shower. And then I literally get out of the shower and I'm like, I have to go live right now, but it's like, <laughs> I'm going to do my makeup and my hair and everything that's going to take forever. And then the other layer of it is, is like, I just want to be me. It's like this authenticity piece. And I cannot tell you how many times people reach out to me and they're like, I love your energy. I love how real you are. It, like, that's how I sell. I don't sell because I have this perfect sales technique. I literally sell because I step into me more and more and more every day. And video is a powerful way to do that. And so yeah, I could like put a bunch of makeup on and do my hair every single time. But I've heard, I think this was Jenna Kutcher that said this, like you want to be consistent no matter where you show up. So if you meet me at a conference or if you meet me, you know, online, or if you meet me here, meet me there. If you work with me, it's the same thing. Yeah. And if you are taking all this time to put all your makeup on, put like do your hair, blah, 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 but that's not you, then that's going to actually show like people are going to pick up on that. Yeah. In the same coin, if that is you, like my cousin is always done up to the nines. She looks phenomenal all the time. 
that's her. Like that is literally her personality. So if that's you and that's true to you, then do that. But to me, I walk around with no makeup, my hair thrown up in a bun about 90% of the time. So why would I not be authentic to that? Does that make sense? Like that's the way I look at it. If you are someone that loves glitz and glamour and you want to take all this time to get ready, then by all means do it. Like do what's actually authentic to who you are. Yeah, I love that because and, I, and I, that is 100% always been my business philosophy. And I, every single thing you said is how I've built my business, which is essentially yeah. meeting people, making those connections, getting people to feel comfortable and not like be scared of the lawyer. Because every time I meet someone and I tell them I'm a lawyer, they're like, oh, <laughs> I can't talk to her or they get really nervous or they're like, Oh, you don't seem like a lawyer. And I'm like, Oh, there's That's a reason. You. That's what you said to me. And yeah. I, I appreciate that. And so that is part of what I do and why I, I love what I do because I, my whole goal is to make what I do really accessible and easy and not scary. For me, it's the same talking. That's why I started the podcast is because just talking is easier for me. I'm never going to sit down and write a blog post. It was never something that was comfortable for me, but I could sit and talk all day. So I get, I just need to hit video. Yeah. So what's the path of least resistance? Like if you're thinking about video, like the path of least resistance for me is to get out of the shower, inspired, wrap my towel around me and talk to you guys. Do you, I love that. Do you plan it all or is it just whatever is kind of going on in the business? You're just sort of flowing with it. Um, if I'm not launching, it's complete flow. If I am launching, I know I want to go live at least once a day and cause I can convert and I can actually teach how I sell on video in a launch. I definitely want to go live every single day. What I'll typically do in that case is when I'm in a launch, like I get in these really high states of like creativity. And so I'll be out and about and I'm like, Ooh, I could talk about this. Ooh, I could talk about this. Ooh. And I'll just, um, I have a note in my phone that I just write things down in and then I can just go to that and really see whatever feels best. And I try to, I do try to typically go live like at about 9 PM Eastern, 8, hmm. 9 PM Eastern. I find that I have the best listenership around that time. I mean, I'm not an expert on that, but that's typically, oh. you know. Do you so look I, at your analytics or is it just sort of what you've noticed over time? I totally don't. I I'm the same at, as I you. Love, yeah. I, I go I, with I, gut. <laughs> I wish I could be like, yes, I get a ton of interaction during that time. So that's what I go off of. No, it's smart. I, I am not. So this is one of the reasons why Mary and I do so well together. She's so data driven and I am the opposite. I just go with my gut. I'm like, yeah. this feels right. This feels like this is working. This feels like the direction I need to take. And so I'm going to do that. I just go with it. And there's good sides to both. <laughs> I need data sometimes. And she sort of reins me in um, when I'm going too far off. But I really do believe you just sort of know, like, especially when you know your audience who's listening, who's interested and, you know, you sort of get a feel for that. Um, are you solely on Facebook? Do you do, li- do you do videos anywhere else or are you just Facebook live? No. So I don't do video. I don't really do Instagram ever. I'll do stories. I like stories, but I'm not like huge into that. And I haven't really like put a lot of energy into that. I would say mainly I don't do YouTube or anything like that. Although we thought I am a nomad now. So my boyfriend and I travel around the country and and go from place to place. So we've thought about doing like a vlog kind of more around that. Um, I'd watch that. I think it'd be cool, but I don't have to be in with. So that would be his that would be his thing. Like I told him, like, you can do it, but I'm not doing much with it. Like (laughs) that's an important thing, guys. If you're listening, you've got to know your bandwidth. Yes. (laughs) I really love Facebook live and it's easy for me and I love it. So I'm just going to like keep doing it. Do you use any specific software tools or do you just go live? 
I love it. You make so it janky. It's so janky, guys. No, like, it's perfect. I, I, guys, I make, I, I have a six figure income and I'm like going live, sweaty. My phone's covered in my makeup from my face. Probably is not even good sound quality. And I'm just like doing it. No, you are. I know. But that's a lesson in that. That's, that's why I wanted you to be the person who talked about this. Yes. Um, it not have to be hard. No, we make it too hard. We yeah. absolutely make it too hard. So do you do most, do you feel like most of your marketing and sales efforts come from the video? So it's not super direct. And I think a lot of people think like, oh, it's going to be really direct. I will say that I think the highest converting client interaction would be an in-person interaction, whether it's networking or something like that. But what can typically happen is you'll meet people that aren't really quite ready to buy or whatever. I always say, add them on your social media platform, stay in touch with them. And then the Facebook live is essentially the visibility. I do get really good conversion if I am actively selling in the lives, which I'm not always doing. So you got to remember, you just need to show up in service a lot of times. So if I'm not in a launch, I'm just there and I'm just talking and bye, I love you guys. And there's no call to action. But in a launch, it is me, you know, dropping the scheduling link to chat with me. If you're thinking about joining my next program or whatever I'm selling or maybe oh, like the sales page, it just, it just depends on how I'm selling. Oh yeah. I'm like totally selling at the end of that. And guess what? People stay on through the entire sale. Like it's crazy. It's not a super heavy pitch. Again, you can go watch it. Like add me on Facebook. My name's Sarah Cook and you know, we can drop it in the show notes or whatever. I'm sure yeah, you will. So you guys can see it, like see how I actually do it. It's not crazy. I'm just like, so like if you're resonating with this and you're wanting more support around this, this is exactly what we talk about in the mastermind. And here's the link to chat with me to see if it makes sense for you. And I think it just, it gets those people that are on the fence, more actual authentic connection with me. Well, I also think that like me, you have a very particular client. They either love you or they don't. And so it's the same with me. And I, yeah. And so I always say like, no investment banker is going to hire me to do something. Like that's not the kind of law I practice. It's not where I am. So yeah. that person's not listening anyway. And so anybody who's sort of engaging with you or meeting you is going to know if you're who you are and who you service is them. You're, you have such a clear point of view that that's why I think it works so well. Cause it's very, like when you meet you, like when I met you, I knew, and this was a couple years ago, like your business is, I mean, I've known you a while now and your business has changed so much since we even met a few years ago. Yeah. But one thing that's never going to change, and this is what I need you, everybody that's listening to understand is like, one thing that's never going to change is it, you are going to change, obviously, but like your way of being is not going to change. Like, yes. I drop F-bombs. <laughs> I say crazy stuff. I get super duper excitable. Like, so if you see that on live and exactly you don't like it, awesome. Because if you were to join my program, that's what you're going to get and you're yeah. miserable. But if you watch my live and you're like, oh my God, this girl's crazy and she's not afraid to drop an F-bomb and she just speaks her mind, then it's going to work. I mean, you have to be okay with who I am if you're going to work with me. Yeah. And I'm totally okay if you're not, you know, but I think actually live is a good way for people to see the true you. Because again, if you're writing something, you can like mm -hmm. edit it and, you know, censor it and make sure that it's pretty with a bow and... I, th I think that's really good advice, particularly for service professionals. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're selling your service, obviously, but as part of that, you're selling yourself. And so somebody's got to feel really comfortable with you and know that your style is going to match theirs. Exactly. That's really awesome advice. So you've been talking all about this launch. What kind of, well, you just finished a launch? Is that 
what what oh congratulations what did you launch and what will you now do going forward yeah so i just launched my mastermind it's called the freedom obsessed mastermind and it is a, a intimate group program it's for women who are really it, really the idea behind it is the foundational pieces of business that are a going to get you to consistent and growing clientele and income but it's also the idea and again this is what i kind of want you guys to keep in mind with the video we teach you things that no matter what happens you can fall back on and use to build your business let me explain this like if you're putting all, if you're a new entrepreneur and you're putting all of your time and money and energy into Facebook ads, guess what? Those Facebook ads might not convert. That's really going to suck <laughs> if they don't convert. <laughs> yeah. And so you have to have things to fall back on. It costs me nothing to go live. And it's something I can do right now if I wanted to. It doesn't take a lot of planning. And so that's what we talk about. Or what are these things that are basically these, these pillars that you're always going to have even once you evolve um, to have that strong foundation and to be able to go back to if you need to. So that's the principle of the mastermind. And what's next? I don't know. Should I tell you what's next? Because I haven't really talked about it much. <laughs> Well, if you want to, you can. If not, you can tell me in private because I have to know. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there because someone listening actually has some connections or, or you know, knows something that I don't know. I'm actually really trying to get into the school systems and talk about entrepreneurship. Oh. Yeah. So talk to high school students about entrepreneurship. And this is a very new venture for me. And I'm going to continue to coach women and, and build masterminds and things like that. But this is really more of just a passion project and I'm going to kind of see where it takes me. So I'm actually going to be doing that in the fall. Oh my God. I randomly, you want to talk about how I talk to anybody. I was at a birthday party for one of my kids. It was not their birthday party, another kid's birthday party. And I'm talking to another mom. And I just walked over to her because she was carrying a baby in one of those like baby carriers and the baby was cute. So I was like, your baby's cute. I've been eyeing your baby this whole time. We start chatting and talking and she's like, oh, I recognize you from around town, et cetera. And I can talk all day and we're chatting. And she said, I, somehow it came up like what we do. And I started talking about what I do and my excitement about talking, particularly the women angle, like we're a, you know, women owned virtual female law firm. Like it's a big deal to me, all this stuff. And I was like the women angle in entrepreneurship, how I talk about negotiation all the time. She's like, oh, I'm a high school principal. Uh, would you be interested in coming to chat and talk about entrepreneurship and like negotiation? And I was like, no question. I'm in. So see, you were talking to me now. I'll, I'll keep you posted. Oh my gosh. I'll let you know. Talk about it. I think it's so important to constantly pursue what really lights you up. And yeah, here's the thing though. We're so afraid to talk to anybody. Like the thing about that story is you were just talking. We, we oh, yeah. Hide, we all want to hide behind our phones. You want to know how to grow your business? Open your mouth. Open oh. your heart. That's it. Like it's guys, it's not hard. I Never meet people hide behind the phone and just be Insta famous. And that's yes. what it is. Nope. Every single great connection I've made has been an in-person connection. And I have clients I've never met and I have clients who definitely, oh, have, yeah, but they've yeah. come to me from people who've met me. I am really? such an incredible, and, and the thing that I always want, and we're veering off of video a little, but I think this still does go <laughs> hand in hand. I know we could talk all day, is networking is not a dirty word the way people make it out to be. It's just meeting someone. I was not, I just wanted to know this woman. I thought her baby was super cute. She seemed kind of cool. Like. That was it. It was not, there was no intent behind it other than to just meet a new person, see what they're about, see if we clicked, see if I could make a new friend. It, it, what happened. Yeah, always. Like every single group 
everywhere I go that I approach that happens with. And it just works. Um, And I realize that's, it comes easy to us. You and I are definitely extroverts by nature. Um, But you know, we need breaks too, but it it is, I couldn't agree with you more, but that's part of the video conversation. I want to, because this applies to video. I'm also an introvert. Like I need a lot of recharging time. I I, I sound like I'm like an 80 year old person, but seriously, it's like, put your damn phone, put your phone down. And, and get out there, like, yeah. you know, and, and guess what, if you can get out there too on social media, but I think you can do it in a more personal way. And I think video is a beautiful way to do that. Stories are awesome. Stories yeah. are so fun. I feel like I really get to know people that way too. Let people see you. That's what's going to sell. It's, it's not true. Itch or your nice website. It's be, being able to be seen, you know, people want to see you and connect to you. That's, that's it. I get a lot of people who talk to me about the goofy things I post about my kids on stories. Oh my gosh, I love your story. It's so funny. <laughs> last night it was cracking me up. <laughs> but it, it really, you know, I do it in a way so that, you know, they're cool with it. We talk about it because they're old enough and they're fine. In fact, the other day, my oldest goes, I need you to post that and tell me what people say, which oh. is, I know is really funny. But, um, and we do it in a way that's just, we're, we're just having fun. Uh, and that just lets people know wow, me a little here. more. Go yeah. have fun in your business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're in business to have fun. Don't forget that. I agree. Sarah, you're awesome. Thank you so much. We have to ask you one more question, our final question of the podcast. So we ask this of all of our guests. What is one thing that you used to fear in your business, but you don't anymore? I think I, well, I might answer this in a kind of a different way, but that's me. Um, but I think this will still answer the question. So I think my biggest fear in business is actually not, you know, failure or things like that, which I'm not saying those are not legitimate. It's just that has never really resonated with me. What is really a struggle for me as a business owner is actually what people think about me, which is the most warped thing, because the way that I show up, you would think that I didn't give a crap what people thought about me, but I actually really struggle with people's perception of me and it was crippling when I started out and held me back from a lot. And it's actually still a thing that I struggle with. And so I bring that up because I'm very successful in my business. And again, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn here. I actually want to show you that like you can still have insecurities and be successful. And really what you do is you just say, I'm not going to let this insecurity stop me because it's still there and it still bothers me time to time. And I, I think Jamie, you actually know that <laughs> from me <laughs> and it, I just don't let it stop me. So to say that it's, you know, something that isn't there for me any, any, anymore, I don't know if there's actually anything that has completely gone away. It's the way that I actually navigate it now. And I think that's a big thing is like, look at what you struggle with and don't hate it and don't try to fix it. Try to navigate it. That's, that's it. You know, you're a human and you, you have shadow parts of yourself. It's okay. How do you navigate through it? Yeah. I love it. That is one of my favorite answers. So I know what you're talking about. As soon as you start, as soon as you said, I'm going to answer this in a not traditional way. I was like, I know what she's going to say. And it was, I know you a little bit. Sarah, thank you so much. Can you tell everyone where they can find you? 
Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. So my website is sarahcookcoaching.com and my name is super plain. It's just S-A-R-A-H and then C-O-O-K. And you can find me on Facebook as Sarah Cook. I believe that my handle or my thing is slash Sarah Cook Coaching. And then you can also find me on Instagram. And I am committed in the second half of the year. We're not quite there yet, but I'm really committed to being more present on Instagram. And that is at Coach Sarah Cook. And I also have a podcast. It is called the Freedom Obsessed Podcast. So I have a lot of fun on that. Go check that out. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. That was a great interview. That was so Sarah. I'm so glad you guys did that. It was, wasn't it? We had yeah. the best time. I think there was a minute where Don almost jumped in and was like, um, I'm going to have to stop you guys because you will both talk forever. <laughs> but it was really great. Um, and I'd love to hear what everyone thought about how Sarah uses video and um, if it helped anyone, because I think her perspective was really good in helping to get rid of some of the fear that surrounds video. So we'd love to hear from you in the HQ. Let's keep talking about our video conversation um, as we wrap up our month talking about video. For more information on this week's episode, you can go to fearlessbusinesspodcast.com and we'd love to hear from you in the HQ. Until next time. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag-legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit thetransitionscollective.com. Thanks so much and we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.